2: I need to tell you guys about a great new podcast, High Low with Emrata. Now, you know how I feel about someone who can go high and low at the same time. Perfect combination. And of course, it's Emrata. You guys know Emrata. Come on, you're pop culture junkies. You listen to this podcast, Emrata, Emily Ratajkowski. Hello. You know her as an actress, a model. You might have seen a viral post of hers or so on Instagram and TikTok. Oh. You guys know Emily Ratajkowski. Listen, I got to tell you about this podcast, High Low with Emrata. It's so freaking good. Emily covers everything. And that's what I love. It's really an Emily Ratajkowski that I've never seen or heard before. She talks about politics, philosophy, feminism, sex, gossip. And of course, TikTok. Look, she has her viral moments, right? Each week, there's two episodes, which I also love. You know I love a very well-divided podcast, something that's thought out where one episode is different than the other. I love that. So here's how it works. Emily first sits down with everyone. You know, she has all these famous celebrity friends, right? She sits down with all these big name celebs and incredible authors, and a lot of them are her friends. So it's really personal and up close. Then on the second episode, it's just Emrata. Yep, that that's, that's my... My new name for her now. I'm just going to call her Emrod after listening to this podcast. She talks about personal anecdotes. You know, she raises thought-provoking questions. Emily really has a lot to say. She discusses everything that's going on in the world. I mean, here behind the velvet rope, sometimes we're high, but let's face it, we're mostly low. Not Amrata, she marries the high and the low so well. I love someone that could handle the highbrow and the lowbrow. She deals with pop culture, so I mean, I know you all love that, but she does deal with real world stuff as well. And even the stuff that seems frivolous, she raises these big questions and talks about them and really makes you think, which I just love. It's kind of like FaceTiming her. It's really personal and it's up close, and she speaks her mind, which I love too. So who better than to kick off things with Emrata? I mean, she starts kind of with a big fish, Miss Alex Cooper, creator and host of Call Her Daddy. Right, they talk about reputations and sex talk and really what to expect from her new show. Now listen, don't take my word for it. Here's a sample from Emrata's first episode. Tell me what you guys think. It's so good. Take a
3: listen to this.
2: I'll start crying.
3: (laughs) Are you good? Yeah, let me just dab my fucking eyes one more time. Jesus Christ. I love it. We're gonna have to do a disclaimer. (laughs) I'm not crying because I'm here. I'm sobbing that I'm the first guest. So I've just been very emotional. No, it's because apparently I'm allergic to mascara. So just if you see me dabbing, I could be crying the because. The edit I'm going to make <laughs> is
1: just that you're so emotional because we have such an incredible conversation. And
3: that's going to be all that people see. And I'm just going to cut this part out about the mascara. We're crying today, but mm. I feel all the feels. So we're just going to pretend it's because I'm in your presence. And, and I'm we're, so just happy to be- we're just we're emotional. We're just emotional. Congrats on your show that this is amazing. Thank you so much, Alex Cooper. Welcome to High Low with Ember. Miranda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Your set is so cute. I feel cozy. Good. You're the EP creator
1: host of Call Her Daddy. Like it's you. Thank and people you. don't even realize
3: that you you edit a lot of the stuff, right? What's yeah. your background? With so that? I started like writing and producing and directing it and then being the host. And I'm fortunate that through my deal and the success, I've been able to obviously have a larger team around me, but the team is really just to help. definitely still 100% hands-on because I don't think Call Her Daddy would be what it is if I just stepped away from it. So I told you I listened to early episodes and I had known, okay, don't shake your head. You're just backstabbing me. No, I'm just kidding. No.
1: (laughs) First of all, no. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. My early career stuff when I was like 20, whatever, there are things I am mortified that mm-hmm. you can still, it's still like the top 10 Google images is something that I shot when I was 20, 21. Obviously blurred lines. Anytime somebody brings that up, I'm like, whatever. You had such a personal outlet. I remember I had in high school and like my first year of college, I had a blog spot throwback. It's been deleted. I've managed <laughs> to break in and delete everything. But I remember seeing it even just three years later. And I was like, delete all of this. I can't believe this exists. So you have that, but you can't delete it. It's your voice. It exists in the world
3: forever. What's that like? is strange. I'm not like an absolute psycho. Like, it's very strange, I would say. I think at first, I don't know what it is, and I think I need to talk to my therapist about this, (laughs) but there was never a moment for me, content-wise and publicly, that I had a hard time being open on the internet, it, mm-hmm. it just never phased me. I um, remember the same way. Right, right? I have talked to my therapist about this. Okay, too. great. Your therapist can send me a little letter and explain it to me because I do think there was something about "Call Her Daddy" that felt very comfortable to me, even though to the world it seemed very uncomfortable that I was talking about sex so explicitly. But I remember when I filmed the third episode of "Call Her Daddy," which is one of the most Famous episodes. It's the one I listened to last night. Okay, the Glock, Glock <laughs> yes. 9000. I wasn't going to say it, but and, I'm down. <laughs> and so I remember so many people were like, oh my God, what does your dad think? Mm-hmm. But I remember I was really not nervous at all. And I was like, is there something wrong with me? But I think it's just because I was confident in the message that I was really trying to put out, which was to make women and men just feel empowered to have a conversation about sex that yeah. I really didn't feel like was being had, especially in the millennial space. I, like, cringe a little bit at my voice Oh. I was doing this whole like hi I'm Alex from call her daddy bitch By the way I love it <laughs> It's a I great love it. Character. when I listened
1: to it the other night I was like this is Amazing. It's so funny to just to hear you say how intentional what you were doing was and how quickly people would write off a blonde 23-year-old woman and be like, she's an idiot. What is her dad gonna think? What's her mom gonna think? And then you're like, catch me in a few years. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Jessica Simpson phenomenon where it's like she knew exactly the character she was playing, like Paris Hilton, same thing. And the bimbo phenomenon and the way that people just disregard women so easily. And you knew you were in complete control. You're like,
3: hello, there's white space here. Here. This is something and I'm willing to do it. I don't give a fuck. Well, I think that's what frustrated me too was obviously in the beginning, people really tried to pigeonhole me as like the girl that's really good at giving blow jobs. And I'm like, thank you. That's yeah, fire. absolutely. I was gonna say what a fire also, thing to add to your resume. Right, but also it's, but I'm running a business and yeah. I'm not all just sex. And I felt- It was hard definitely to try to transition out of that period, but I don't regret it at all. And I really do think that it was so liberating to be able to have conversations openly about sex. And it frustrated me that men can openly talk about it. And it's so cool. Like, it's so mysterious. And then women, it's like, you're a fucking whore. You're a slut. And I was like, well, no one doesn't take them seriously if they
1: then talk about sex. It's, oh, yeah, of course. You're just locker room talk. You're You're just just a man.
3: Again, so grateful for how Call Daddy started, but there is no denying that there was definitely a very long period of time where I tried to transition the show and there was so much pushback, not from my audience. It was really from media being like, she's the sex girl. Not to call anyone out, but my publicist even has had conversations with magazines and they're like, we will give her in the magazine multiple pages. But... I don't think we're ready for a cover because I don't think the world's ready for that because she still really embodies sex. I'm so pissed for you. Really? As a human being, like, I'm not having sex every single day of the week a hundred times. I love sex. I do love men. I love my boyfriend. But I have different things about me. (laughs) Because that's
1: reality, right? Like, in the morning, you have morning sex. And then you read the news and you get pissed off about something. And then you have a smart conversation with your friend. And then later, you, like, put on a slutty dress. Yes, That is to me part of my reality chef's
3: kiss <laughs> honestly yeah. it's
1: the title of the podcast high low with amrata because to me it's all one and the same talking about what happens in the bedroom woman to woman and talking about political issues as a woman it's all the same to me i don't really see the difference i understand why people see it as highbrow lowbrow whatever this is trashy this isn't to me it's all about communication and that's radical and that's how change happens I cannot thank you enough for being my first guest. I so enjoyed talking to you. I don't want to be gushy, but I just admire you so much. And I can't wait to see what you do next with your life and with your podcast.
3: Thank you so much, Emily. I'm honored to be your first guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. Thank you so much for coming. We did it. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.
0: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice.
2: right how great does that sound from sony music and something else listen and follow high low with emrata wherever you get your podcasts and enjoy
0: ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.